0: Hey everyone, it's me again. I'm pretty bored, so I figured, hey, why wait two weeks to put out one of these little sods? I got time right now, so for the time being, once a week seems reasonable, right? I mean, especially since I'm purposely keeping them short. Why not? So what should we talk about? Some of you got on the Instagrams and joined, so thanks for that. Now, here's the part (laughs) where I have to admit, I'm not really too up on the old social needs. I didn't understand how Instagram really works, so no wonder you didn't post anything on there. You can't really do that. Who knew? okay, in my age group, who knew? Okay, probably most people <laughs> so okay. but here's what I did instead: I created a Facebook page for Tapton Beercast. For your input, again, a Facebook page for Tapped In Beercast, which is kind of what I'm calling it now. Why not? So don't be shy about posting pics of beers you're making or drinking, your current or favorite recipes, or anything really. Honestly, the Instagram account will probably go away since it's not really going to function the way that I thought it would. I'm really hoping to start a dialogue where I get your stories And then I can share them on the podcast. And with that, I thought it might be fun to ask all of you some of the fun questions that I ask our guests at the end of the podcasts. This week, uh, we'll just go with what was your first beer? What's the first beer that you remember having? Well, for me, growing up in Texas, I can guarantee you that it was Coors, not Coors Light. Not anything fancy like that, just straight up Coors. That's what I remember being in the fridge at home, and what I remember being offered a sip of, sitting around a campfire and a hunting camp, you know, you used to be able to do that without getting arrested or turned in by your kid, but that's another story. So Coors, it was just what was around, it was what my dad drank, so it was easy, right? Yes, it's a cheap beer, but I would also argue that uh, it's still got a lot of flavor to it. There was a point a few years ago when I was playing in a band and it was the perfect practice beer, right? I would either take a pill bottle of my homebrew, which was like essentially two pints of something, so it was perfect. Or I would just grab a six-pack of uh, of Coors. Uh, I guess it's called Coors Banquet now, but whatever, same thing. Uh, probably. I don't remember. My tastes weren't too refined when I was like 10 or 12. But um, yeah, it was delicious and it's easy and it's low alcohol and you can drink it and it's great. So that's what I remember. Later on, I remember my the first beer where I thought, ooh, I'm being really fancy, uh, was Michelob Classic Dark or CDs as we used to call them before CDs were actually a thing. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I got. So what's yours? Let me know, post a picture of it, talk about it, do whatever, email me and I'll read it on, uh, uh, online. What do you call this? On, on the cast. I'll I'll talk about it in your ear holes. All right. So now I want to move on to what I hope will become a regular segment on these little casts. And that's a homebrewing chat. Tips, tricks, recipes, techniques, ingredients, all of it. Any questions or advice you have, bring it. Today, I thought I'd talk about a part of recipe formulation that can really change the way that you brew. And that's using percentages instead of weights or amounts. Now, of course, you still will use amounts, but percentages allow you to scale any recipe that you find to what suits you and your situation. Why is that useful? Well, it unlocks the ability to bend recipes to your will and to think more creatively. So what you can do is you can take any recipe that you find uh, out of a magazine or a book or a website or whatever and break everything down into percentages now for those of you that are math challenged how do you do that well you add up all of the weights of the grains get that total and then you divide each ingredient by that total and that gives you a percentage right now i will say this is the perfect opportunity to go metric It makes things much easier to just deal in kilograms and grams rather than having to break things down by pounds and ounces. But the way that it works is you look in Zymergy or Brew Your Own or something and you see a recipe for a five-gallon batch. They have made a lot of assumptions on that. They assume that there is a very low efficiency uh, that you're getting out of those grains. They're also almost all five gallons or 19 liters. Now, what if you like to make a two gallon batch or a three gallon batch or even a 10 gallon batch or an eight gallon batch? Whatever, you get where I'm going. With percentages, you can do that really easily. You just, because you know the percentages, all you have to do is think about how much beer you're making, and boom, you plug in those percentages. And you've got exact amounts that you need for that uh, volume of beer. Um, Now, of course, this assumes that you take notes when you're brewing and you know what your efficiencies are on your system, which at the very least you should know. And uh, having that dialed in is going to make this a lot easier for you. And it's really going to open up a lot of things. And it goes from just cloning a recipe and hoping that it turns out to about the original gravity that you want um, and about the color or volume that you want and really knowing for sure that that you can do it. I brew three-gallon batches primarily, so for me, if I am trying to to copy something, it makes it really easy and quick. Uh, And if you're using software like Beersmith or Brewfather and you can dial in your system over the course of a few brews and know exactly what your efficiencies are, and what you expect on your system, then it just makes it so, so easy. And it really also helps your creativity because now, instead of saying, well, okay, I need this many pounds of extract. um, And just when you go by recipes that you're just like, okay, I know I need this much extract because that's what the kit comes with. And that's what this comes with. And you know, when you take that away and you can think in percentages, it really opens things up to re- when you're formulating a recipe on your own, which I strongly encourage you to do if you're not. Um, and even if you're using kits, take those kits, break down those percentages. What are they? Okay, well, now you have a good starting point to take that recipe and start tweaking it so that it is uniquely yours. Because let's be honest, pale ales, IPAs, they're really just variations on a theme, Right. What makes them uniquely yours or any breweries? It's taking, maybe adding like 2% of this or 5% of this or taking away something else and putting a little bit in. All of that makes a difference and all of that is so much easier when you're thinking in percentages rather than just straight-up weights. Okay. So... That's pretty much all I got for now. (laughs) Again, these are just little mini episodes. I am literally sitting at work right now, which maybe I shouldn't say, but, you know, whatever. That's just how it is right now in these isolation times. And, uh, yeah, that's what I'm up to. Just trying to do projects and trying to do things and keep myself busy and not go crazy. Probably like you. What are you up to? How are you weathering the isolation? Reach me at dave at taptrail.com or on the Facebooks at Tapped in Beercast page, or for the time being on Instagram at Tapped in Beercast, and be a part of next episode's discussion. I'm again I'm gonna try and start doing these every week until we're back up and running with the usual uh, once a month thing, and even then, I hope to keep these uh, little mini-episodes going so that we can talk about stuff like this, and I can answer questions, and it's more of a two-way dialogue rather than just me talking at you. So yeah, Facebook, Beercast, DavidTapTrail.com, Whatever goes. It doesn't have to be about beer. There are no rules these days, right? So go nuts. And of course, don't forget to rate us and give us all the stars on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your rambling content. And hey, if you take the time to review us, make sure that I know about it, and I will read your review during these little mini casts. Okay. I will talk to you later. You be safe. Be socially responsible and don't go stir crazy, unless you're mixing a Manhattan.